Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre-market trade plan session, uh, which is your opportunity, of course, to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Now, we had some very interesting moves uh, as we closed out the day yesterday. So quite a frustrating day as far as, um, I suppose, European traders are concerned, but um, actually some progress made uh, as we closed out. And uh, overnight as well, we've seen a bit of continuation. So I'll explain what we mean. Uh, it does mean that there is at least better quality opportunities to potentially work with. Now, there's one major caveat. We've got um, CPI numbers due out um, in a few hours, which uh, which are likely to, to significantly impact and potentially rattle these markets. So that's the only concern. But let's get straight into it then. We'll start with our risk warning. Uh, good morning, everyone. I hope you're all keeping well. Um, so what we want to be able to do is to um, consider which markets to trade. Where do we enter those markets? Where do we want to exit those markets? Uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. Good morning, Mohammed. Um, how do you manage risk prior to entry? And uh, how much of your capital do you commit to each trade? And then how to manage each trade to successful outcomes and trade management as well. Trade psychology, very important part. All of these facets, there's a, an awful lot of education in your members area uh, on each of these topics. So there's a lot to it, but they're the, they're the basic considerations that traders need to make on a regular basis. And uh, we address these considerations live in our trade rooms. That's the first thing. And secondly, we're, as you know, we try to be as consistent as we can with elements of, of um, these considerations, being accurate with the levels we use every entry every stop loss there's a there's a i suppose a methodology behind those numbers and those levels they're not just random they're just not just averaged out they're not um um you know we're not just picking numbers out of the air um discipline as well with your capital and of course be patient so let's get straight into it then we'll start with our um good morning james i hope you're well um, so yesterday, nothing of any major concern. <coughs> we had a, a claimant count change uh, from the UK uh, just a little while ago. And it's actually uh, coming out much higher than expected. So this could be signs of um, this recession beginning to filter through. So we've got uh, more people uh, signing on as a result of, I suppose, the economic conditions and situation in the UK, considerably more than expectations. So not a good number for the UK. We've got some minor news events like um, German zoo economic sentiment. So it's expected to be bad, but arguably not as bad as previous months, certainly the last five or six months where you're down at minus 50, minus 60, uh, numbers of that level. We're expecting minus 26, so that's kind of moving in the right direction, let's say. We'll be hearing from the, the Bank of England, um, Governor Bailey, holding a press conference about the financial stability report. Okay, that would be uh, probably a, an eventful, a bit of volatility there for the pound. So just be mindful if you're trading the pound this morning, that you don't sort of get into trades just prior to this event because that that will probably provide a little bit of volatility there 
And then the big one for the US, um, the headline CPI numbers. So this refers to inflation and uh, we've got the year on year number, which is expected to come down quite considerably um, from 7.7 to 7.3. This is what the Fed would like to see. We just need to, um, to see if we get those numbers or not. Um, if it comes in above 7.3, then we would argue that that would be quite negative for markets. If it comes in 7.3 or below, that would probably be really quite positive for markets. And it, it, it's very likely to be that linear. Although if you look at the price action since Friday, um, you'd be forgiven for the choppy nature of these markets. And anyone trade the Aussie dollar tomorrow night, uh, sorry, later on tonight, you can speak about the, uh, the Oz Paynet annual summit in Sydney. Audience questions expected. So if you're trading the Aussie dollar, just be mindful of that event. Tomorrow we've got CPI for the, for the UK. So we're looking at, you know, in around the 11% mark, which is uh, uh, ridiculously high for, for the UK and, and, a, and a structural problem. All eyes will then start to shift to tomorrow's FOMC. Um, and then beyond the FOMC, we'll, we're going to be hearing from the SMB and the BOE and um, and the ECB. So uh, all the acronyms uh, are in play now over the next couple of days. Right, good stuff. So, so what opportunities is this likely to present to us as traders? Um, let's go through. We'll we'll assess risk first. Is there an appetite for risk? Well, in the end, it proved the answer to that question was yes. Now, you'd be forgiven, like, as we were really patient yesterday, and um, it's important to uh, to not trade on emotion at the moment, to actually trade on, um, you know, the commitment of others. And, and that's what we ended up seeing in the end yesterday. So we've spoken many times about the need for traders and investors to, to, to push prices higher, uh, to try and finish the, the year strong. If this rolls over to the downside, uh, everyone's getting hammered as far as their uh, bonuses are concerned. They've had a very, very difficult and challenging year. It's not gonna get any easier if it rolls lower. So there is a, and, and we're, we're, we're speculating here that we don't have any proof to, to support our agenda, but we've just maintained, don't be surprised if we start pushing higher against uh, all the odds. And what do I mean by all the odds? I mean, high inflation. I mean, uh, high interest rates. I mean, um, uh, COVID running rampant now across, across China and causing more structural problems uh, for global growth. Uh, very little, I suppose, recession on the way. Um, you know, it's going to impact uh, earnings and, and bottom line for, for companies. Very little reason to buy, is there? Um, apart from that, that little angle, that little theme um, with those that need to talk up these markets are, are trying to do so. There's very little to support that that trade, but it's it's a trade that we should we should probably consider. 
is just this market just moving into this space in here. Um, now, like I said, we've got today's CPI numbers, so that's going to be um, very important. So what we can do now today is we can assess these markets. We've got the $4,000 level just above, but we, we've now got some yesterday's <coughs> excuse me volatility to the upside uh, took us up to the 39.95, which is a, a surprisingly bullish move, actually. Um, S&P 500 looking for an upside move uh, above the 39.95. We have a look at that. It'd be worth looking at. You'd be forgiven for getting into this quite choppy market. Uh, if I if I just show you the the hourly, um, we're only just creating that structural failure really uh, I think last night as we as we closed you know a really sizable move in a very short period of time so now we're up at these levels will we will we start making new highs that that's the question we've got to ask ourselves and we can prepare for that okay so um so let's have a look at these other indice markets. So potentially some upside move across the S&P. Uh, um, upside move in the, in the, in the Dow Jones uh, would be above the 34,052 level. And also that retracement is beginning to kick in as well on the bigger timeframes. So NASDAQ, um, we're, we're, we're now technically above the, we're being supported by the 50 period moving average. We're now technically above the 100 period and we're, we're very likely to run up to the 200 period. So let's take, um, you could take all three, but um, let's take the NASDAQ and the S&P uh, to the upside and it will be above the 11,720 for the NASDAQ. Let's have a look at that. So elsewhere, we're getting that bit of rollover to the downside for the FTSE. Oh, we're kind of maintaining these lows. We haven't sort of made new lows just yet. But let's take this little low in here. Um, a few structural problems for the UK. The DAX getting a little bit of a bounce off the lows. So just poor quality opportunities really across the European market so far. Yeah, we're a bit up and down. Um, it's just not great quality setups. And you can see on the monthly time frame as well that we're just trading down at these lows. We haven't made a material move in any particular direction uh, just yet. So we're just in this very, very tight range so far this month. Um, it's interesting to see what's going on with FTX and, and across the crypto markets and you know, what's the next coin or, or exchange to blow up? You know, really, people don't know. And these were all of the risks that we've been talking about for years about cryptocurrency markets. That a market could actually depend on the decision of a very, very few number of people. And that's a very precarious thing. Uh, maybe profitable at times, but more likely to really um, impact people's uh, um 
uh, investment uh, decisions. And loads of people taking losses or all over the place. So it's just a, it's an unforgiving environment. Okay, commodities. Um, yesterday's sort of rollover to the downside. We're currently retracing a little bit. Uh, oil as well. We saw prices getting down to the 70, 27 level and kind of bounced off it. We rallied quite significantly. We're now technically above the monthly high. Uh, sorry, the previous monthly low, should I say. So now we're retracing <coughs> that monthly low. So we're in a precarious position just right now with um, potential lockdowns across China as well. That could certainly uh, increase demand. Or sorry, have a have an impact on demand uh, for oil. Uh, lowering demand uh, and potentially pushing pushing prices higher. So there might be a bit of a buy trade above 7407. There's, there's certainly reasons to support that. Uh, 7407, we'll certainly have a look. Right, the yen was a big move yesterday in the end. We were, we were looking at it. Um, Again, it was it was pretty much a, a late day move. We're at the upper end of this this little ascending triangle, really. Um, if we do our analysis, we've got this level in here, um, sort of pushing pushing prices to this side, and we're just up at these high levels now. We've got a bit of resistance up at these levels here with the monthly, um, but maybe a short term move to the upside. Uh, it's kind of hard to really support the pound, although it's performing surprisingly well. But it's kind of hard to support it, really, with what's going on in the UK. A bit of weakness now creeping in, uh, potentially at these levels. Well, very much indecisive as things currently stand. The Eurien is in slightly better position because we've got a little mini breakout of, of these ranges. So we've now broken out and we're above the 50 period. We've kind of retraced above the highs. Is this a solid retracement for the for the yen? Is it like game over for the yen? Basically, we're not we're not so sure. It's certainly a strong pullback, of course. Um, just might be slightly better opportunities elsewhere, really. So we were talking yesterday about you know, try not to get sucked into to these trades here in, in, in the in the euro dollar because um, we've rejected these levels uh, on a few occasions before. Uh, another rejection yesterday. So hopefully just the fact that we're advocates of being patient right now is kind of, uh, you're, you're seeing the reasons for that. Similar situation with the pound. Um, not making... All right, we were a little bit on the bullish side yesterday, but not making any progress really. We're at the upper levels of these um, support resistance levels. Right, dollar. Um, and the problem is uh, everything's likely to change for the CPI numbers. So some strength filtering through these markets in the end yesterday. It took a while to get there. So there was the move yesterday. Dollar 
weakened against the Swiss franc, reversed quite considerably. And uh, and again, over the course of yesterday's trading, we uh, we were up at these highs again. There's our support resistance level. We didn't quite get up to those highs and reversed. So really quite choppy markets yesterday. And, and you know, um, we could have easily got into three or four trades and then fail to perform. So hopefully deciding when to trade and when not to trade is a useful skill to learn. And yesterday was really a little bit more hands off. Now it finished quite strong as the day closed out, but you know, we're not to be able to do much of, uh, about that to be fair. So upside now in, in the Aussie dollar, very much in line with this risk on trade and actually, um, close to potentially break out to the upside for the Aussie dollar and the New Zealand dollar, but we're, we're, we're kind of not there yet. We're still in this little sideways pattern and today's, uh, CPI numbers are likely to, uh, to be meaningful. Is there a buy trading gold? I mean, like, like many of the other markets where <coughs> we're in this two, four, six, eight, ten, uh, 11 day little sideways pattern. And we want these markets to decide what they're going to do. Are they going to break out? And if so, we can trade it. But in this little zone in here, you know, it does make decision-making a little bit more challenging because, um, it's almost a 50 50 kind of guess at that stage and you're impacted in terms of uh, your risk management approach. Okay. Let's, I mean, we need to be mindful of today's CPI numbers. So yesterday was quite mixed for the majority of the day. It closed a little bit more bullish than we certainly would have anticipated. Um, so in terms of our market summary, uh, mild risk on, Meaning we're not, we don't have a full on green light, right? We're off to the upside. Let's jump in. Let's, uh, let's, um, so we were continuing to wait for these prices to break out for consolidation. We're still not there in the dollar, um, but we've broken out perhaps in the U S indices. So let's look at the S and P 500 looking to, uh, buy. So the level that we can buy, of course, is the 3995, 3995, dollars. Uh, the second level is the NASDAQ. Into buy above 11,7 Let's also put in uh, U.S. oil or crude oil. Uh, 74. So, um, this is, this is UK time. So do be mindful of uh, us inflation CPI numbers, which are due out at one thirty today, uh, UK time.
bit better. So this is our trade plan. Let me post it into the chat box, guys, so you can take it away. Uh, you can cut and paste it if you like. Uh, thank you, as always, for joining us. Um, any questions, feel free to, to do post them into the chat box, of course. But um, that's our trade plan for the day. Looking at broadly mild risk on market conditions. Um, we know these markets are going to be very much data driven and we've got quite a lot of data today and tomorrow to come. So uh, we're going to um, just stalk the markets and see where those high probability trades might be lying. Uh, we'd certainly look at US indices and, and perhaps US oil to the upside could prove to be a decent trade for us today. So hopefully we'll have a bit more to work with as the day unfolds. Um, and just be mindful of that US inflation numbers, uh, which are due out at 1.30 today, UK time. Great stuff. On that note, guys, thank you very much. Um, I've posted that into the chat box. So if there's any questions, feel free to post them. Um, and just to let you know, we trade these markets live every day uh, from 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading session. So just be mindful of that. And um, for more information, just go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.